with over 6,500 podcasts coming out this year, few of them give a full recap of Bar Rescue episodes, which is why the Shut It Down Bar Rescue Recap Podcast won't be another statistic. Jim Search, Catherine Williams, and Max Cohen from the Shut It Down Podcast, a show dedicated to sitting down, opening the books, and unpacking the emotional roller coaster that is Bar Rescue. Let's kick this off. This is uh, episode two of the Shut It Down Bar Rescue Recap Show. All righty. And Max, you're all, all smiles over there, isn't he? <laughs> he is. He's he, like, you're a little ray of sunshine over there. Getting I love to it. talk about this show makes me so happy. <laughs> I've met so few other people in my life who enjoy it as much as the three of us. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. It's, I, I've, I'm hard-pressed, I think, between the two, three of us, rather, to find anyone who has the, like, the in-depth knowledge and like mm-hmm. to, can just go back and forth about it. And the it. desire and the heart, really. Yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. Because, look, this isn't just... Uh, you can't just watch one all willy-nilly, right? No, I get frustrated. People say, it's like, oh, I think I've seen a little bit of an episode or two. I was like, no, you need to watch 86 hours of Bar Rescue. Yes, and really you need understand. to commit. It's like a Law & Order SVU. Like, you really need to start from the yes. beginning. You got to, because then you get the nuances of the mm-hmm. characters. And, you know, you know when John's about to blow it. Like, you just, you get it, man. And you get to see the growth of the Taffer character. The earlier episodes, he's actually sort of commish. Oh, yeah. And in the middle seasons, you really see him be like, how can I yell and smash things as much as possible to make a scene? Yeah, how he can, evolves. It's delightful. Oh, oh yeah. it's great. Hulk Hulk smash. Yeah. Hulk. Taff smash. Taff angry. Taff want clean, sanitized kitchen. <laughs> Rawr! Glass on ice is wrong. <laughs> smash. Blue think- carousel over everything. Rawr! <laughs> Um, oh, we should probably do the intros for ourselves. Um, I'm Jim Search. Hey, everybody. I'm Catherine Williams. I'm Max Cohen. And we are going to shut it down one more time. Um, so, yeah, uh, Max, what I'm starting to see is that the impressions of uh, John that you'll do are often just completely different people <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> backdropped against what he might say. I like. Have- I have no concept of a singular <laughs> John Taffer voice. No. I'm, as anyone will tell you, I am terrible at accents. Accents <laughs> is not what gets me gigs. It's not what helps me get a wife. It's it, not what's going to help me get uh, into John Taffer's presence. Is doing Well, actually, maybe this could get me in John Taffer's presence. Maybe he'll listen to the one episode where I get kind of close to his voice. Close enough. And he's well, like, well, that kind of sounds like me. Again, that was like... <laughs> What was it? It was like Richard Nixon with like was, a with a serial character. That one was purposefully out of control insane. Okay, okay, you really went off the rails on that. Okay, <laughs> I got it. Yeah, because the first episode, um, it was a lot of Nixon. Yeah, he sounded very yeah, Richard Nixon. Very Nixon. And now this one, this go around, I'm not quite sure. Who I, I have no concept of a solid Taffer voice. I would say if I had to zero in on one voice, it would be closer to a Nixonian. <laughs> but isn't he a Jewish guy from Long Island, John Taffer? He's from Long Island. I don't know if he, I don't know if he's Jewish. We're gonna yeah. Maybe he shortened the name from like Tafferstein. Sure, Tafferberg, absolutely, perhaps. Yeah, I yeah. mean, there's 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 things out there we can research. I mean, it wouldn't be too hard to find. I mean, he is a uh, he's become a celeb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And as uh, I said off air, um, he cuts a swath of fear where whatever bar he goes into. Yes, which uh, makes me think he's not Jewish. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't maybe. I just remember one episode with one of his daughters as one of the recon folks and she had a quality. Mm, mm, could be. It could also be like the Las Vegas. I feel like sometimes the Las Vegas vibe and the kitschy Long Island vibe could potentially mix. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I read in this uh, uh, interview with him about the interview I asked, like, do you find it straight, you know, weird now whenever you walk into a bar, people know who you are or know that, you know, it's about to go down or whatever is about to happen. It's like, well, it kind of like I can't go to bars with my friends and like have a couple drinks because people instinctually assume that I'm going to come in and raise raise havoc. I would think, though, like, if I were him, how do you separate going out with your friends to a bar and then not being hypercritical of everything that's wrong in this bar? You know what I mean? I think, A, he probably... I can't imagine him going out to bars too much socially anymore. He's also just, like, he's a working guy and a dad right. and a husband. And usually when you get to that kind of age, you're not... One would think you're not partying it up as much as us crazy kids are. Well, I don't think that he's necessarily partying it up, but I mean, if you are in the social light, like you're going to be going to bars, like you're going to be in that, especially if you're in the business that he's in, he's probably going I to think, meet people. I think like a good comedian, you're always watching and judging and learning. Like anytime I go to, you go to a comedy show, you're like, how's this working well? How's this not working well? Should I be on this show? But I do wonder if part of him wants <laughs> yeah. to take a break every now and you know, maybe he just wants to go to a bar with the guys and like watch a game. Do you guys his age still do that? I assume they do. Yeah, I I mean well and I, I you know, this is a maybe we should uh do some research on this, but like what are the is there any other hobbies or passions that John has? You know, I mean He what? does have a magazine. And an app. Yeah, he did create which, an app. Which we'll get to mm-hmm. later in this episode. Yeah. Featured. Because um, it does, it does come up. Yeah, that's what I, he's a I master, think, master plug guy. Like he knows yeah. how to work in these other products onto the show, especially his, like the butt funnel. Oh which, God, uh, that butt funnel. Do, do we think he has a butt funnel at home? Um, I hope not. I mean, <laughs> ooh, that would we'd we'd be digging into a world. Does he really need to engineer social situations for him <laughs> and his wife and kids? <laughs> like to get the kids to come to uh to come to breakfast, he yeah. has to get them to like walk through and then build up that. Sort I, of. I took butt funnel to a whole other place. Like he and Nicole have. Do you know oh, what I mean? Oh yeah, yes, yes. It's very sweet too. that you guys kept it in a very like G place. Um, I was on the like I was PG thirteen. Okay. You saw okay. Like the, whoa. Hey. So I saw. I saw where you're going. Okay. okay. I saw where you're going on that one. Do you think when his kids come to visit and they stay too long, he just starts yelling, "Shut it down." Uh, probably. That'd I mean, be hilarious. I would. I would be. It'd be interesting to see a uh, Taffer family dinner. I was gonna say. I wonder what kind of dad he was. Like, was he strict? Was he a yeller? Like, I don't know. Oh, I imagine he was definitely a yeller. I would. I would think. I can't imagine. I, there's. I need to see him now on Celebrity Wife Swap. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> see him and his wife swap, and he just takes over another family. Ooh. That that family might uh, that family may not ever be the same. No. Come on, CBS, make it happen. I know you're listening. <laughs> yeah, come on. I know. Yeah, we know you're out there. There's thirty. We have thirty-five. Thank you to everyone who downloaded all thirty-five of you. Uh, we appreciate the support, and of course, uh, go and tell as many people as you can about our uh, fledgling fly-by-night operation. Which I mean, this is our dream. 
uh, I've I've created a dream for us as a whole is that someday when this takes off, we are the decoys or the the recon that goes yes. into a bar, and I feel like between the three of us, we have enough body of knowledge mm. to know what to look for and what not to look for. I can totally order a lot of stuff off a menu and take a sip of a drink and go, oh, this is so sour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'd be very good at recon. Um. I would be good at taking a sip of a beer and throwing up in a toilet. Yep. I've done that before. I would like to like receive the inappropriate attention from the drunk, you know, laissez-faire owner. I would really enjoy that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, um, sure. Well, that's why you'd have to be a part of it because right. there'd have to be the lecherous bar owner and be like, so what's your name, sexy? Or, hey, nice tits. Let me grow. You know, I like yeah. that would be fun. I would enjoy that. You want me to give you a tour of the back office? Yeah. Yeah, that guy. I would. Yeah, I'd like to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm available, lecherous yeah. bar owners. Yeah, made uh, anybody out there if you're listening, bar owners, because I'm sure there's lecherous bar owners out there who are teeming at the bit here, chomping at the bit. If you will. absolutely, they're just uh, so excited. You mean there are people volunteering for this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right. Well, look, let's uh, let's unpack this episode. Let's do let's, it. Let's shut it down, man. Tonight's bar owner is not lecherous at all. No. no. Neither of these really two were sweet, nice guys, and yep. they just really. And this was this was one of the episodes where it kind of took like a uh, an emotional turn. Yeah, like, it tugged at the heartstrings quite a bit. It tugged at the heartstrings definitely because there's definitely the like I was uh, just uh, sidebar. I was watching the episode before this one, and it was with the bar that he had already rescued, and the guy was just such a fucktard. Uh, oh, he, the baseball. Yeah, oh. second base. Oof. Yeah, second base, third strike. Yep. I believe is the name of the episode. Yep, mm-hmm. and then that's when he and he was just so clueless and oblivious to whatever was going on, and was just I uh, I and they like cut to him. They totally obviously uh, edited it to make him look like an idiot, which he already was. But like he said, like yeah, I definitely would put up the money if uh, you know John would come back. Absolutely. And then it cuts to him, and he's just like, I don't have any money. It was the most half-hearted response that he gave. He was like, I, I guess you're telling me I should put up the money, so I guess I'll say. There was no, there was no enthusiasm. No, and then he was just like, if you think I'm delusional, John, then just walk away. Like, you are, like, ugh. And, that, and that's what infuriates John so much is just, stu- well, stupidity and um, just insanity. And I, I think, think a lack of caring as well. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he can't fathom mm. a world in which you don't care about your business. Correct. You so know when what? he witnesses that, he just goes ballistic. And yeah. then when people defend the apathy, yep. and people are like, well, this is how it is. Like, well, that's why, That's when he gets apoplectic. Eh? Mm, saw that. That's when he loses, saying, how, that's why you're losing seven, $8,000 a month or whatever the you don't, number is. Because you don't care. That's my phone. Okay. Uh, if you can hear that, my phone is blowing up. And I believe oh, it so is Neruda, Neruda Care Bear Williams, a.k.a. Mr. Evening, the gentleman who does the voiceover for our intro. So uh, major shout out to him for lending his vocal talents. Thank you very much, Neruda. Thank yeah, you. Of course. Uh, you know. Uh, was I gonna, oh, so, so this episode, if I may get back to yeah, it, yeah, I yeah, jump has in. Has the best opening of any bar rescue episode of just shots of butts for about a minute, just really nice bikini butts yep. on the beach. Yep, and it's just a very nice, sweet start to an episode. Sweet, yes, yeah, so sweet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very endearing. Tugs <laughs> at the heartstrings, just yeah. a can, Ooh, just from the get go. Really sets you up to care. A, a nice can there. Um, <laughs> 
So uh, this episode, uh, we come back to Hollywood, Florida, uh, with a uh, with a lovely, lovely establishment, Toucan's Oceanside Bar and Grill, which is owned by Jamie and John, uh, friends, uh, best friends for about fifteen years. Uh, they lived in Jersey, and then both retired, uh, assuming retired, to Hollywood, Florida, and decided they wanted to open their own bar. And, of course, on the front end, as with almost every uh, bar, they were crushing it out the gate. We're making $80,000 a month, and life was great. Has there ever been a bar on Bar Rescue that opened to, like, a fledgling opening? Like, it was always doing okay and then just went off the deep end? Mm. All these bars seem to be miracles that fall off the deep end real quick. It's like yeah. the classic setup. I mean, they were always fantastic, and then something happened, or one day, and all of a sudden they're eighty grand in debt. One day I stopped caring, and then here we are. Yeah, or yeah. tragedy struck, or you know. Mm. Yeah, and then you know, uh, well, and tragedy did strike in this instance. Um, Jamie lost a son, and very, very much. Uh, took a toll on him as would any parent because i mean it's really an unnatural cycle for you as a parent to bury your kid like that's yeah. some real flying in the rules of nature for lack of better this words is, i think the saddest backstory yeah that man Bar rescue has to offer and you see how much it, it hurts him there's the the plaque to his son yeah on, on the wall pictures and what looked to be a bereavement notice Oh yeah, man. No bit, and you know that's that's something that haunts the place. Well, and and on top of that, um, not only does it haunt haunt the joint, but Jamie then started to take it out on everybody else. Like he just started lightning to John. You know, uh, one of the waitresses. I'm sorry, one of the bartenders. There are no waitresses. Uh, One of the bartenders says, you know, one day Jamie will tell us to do it this way, and we do it, and then the next day we do it the same way, and he gets pissed. Which is just like, all right, you fucking maniac, what's going on here? But again, at the at the stem of it is his son who died. Um, so uh, then the place, uh, well, then Jamie and John start to split. There's that. Well, mind you, they both already, their wives have divorced them. Two oh, years yeah. into owning the bar. I love how the way they put it, they're just like, the wives left. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was hysterical. Like, they teamed up. They said, this is a bad decision. We're, we're out of here. And you would think <laughs> at that moment, it would bring the two guys together. Because, you know, you have your work husband, work wife. Like, that's an instant bond. But I think it actually, you know, their friendship just slowly deteriorated. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that, you know... Uh, them losing uh well jamie losing his kid then him kind of lashing out at everyone Mm -hmm. was you know one factor and then on top of them divorcing i'm sure it was another factor uh a very uh, can be a very stressful moment for them and that's when it eventually just turned into a free-for-all and you know uh, what's her name? Callie or Callie? Callie, the Callie. girl who is not hot enough to be as bitchy as she is. That's how I think of Callie. Really? Ooh. Oh no! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought if she was gonna... cute, man. No, I was she's into her. cute. She's definitely Damn. cute, especially when she gets that stupid like bitch resting face off. Yeah. And she actually smiles. I'm like, oh, you could be an attractive lady, but I just no, no. She was not hot enough to be as rude as she was. You know what it was? I was blinded by the cheerleader effect because she was standing next to a girl who was still cute, but nowhere near as cute as. Kyle. Right. It was just, well. There were two women in the bar, and one of them was clearly much more attractive. So by process, she like 
rises, but she it's kind of be a head bitch without really earning r- precisely. Right. Yeah, she's she's a uh, a Hollywood Florida eight, but like a New York two. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Those teeth. I mean, come on. Um, wow. Heart, hyper. No, I'm sorry. Hyper. If you're gonna be mean, you got to be able to back it up with something. And I don't think she was bringing much to the table. Mm. So. Callie, Callie gets a uh, one shattered glass from... Oh, Canada. I was... From the get-go. When she said okay six times to John Taffer when he was ordering drinks, like, okay, okay. He's like, and you don't have pads? Why don't you go get one? Why don't you have one? Oh, because I'm a bartender. I'm like, don't... You don't speak that way to my John Taffer. No. <laughs> that was pretty brutal. Girl. Oh, yeah. She was, was so rough. distasteful from the get-go. I was like, he's trying to help you, lady. Yeah, and that's the other... That's a, I mean, this, this is always like the other interesting like recurring theme of these episodes is that there will always be that one person who's just like whatever man like yo john's here to help and he kind of knows the fuck he's talking about now brandon's approach is a little abrasive but you knew that going in y'all knew that going that's in why you signed the waivers yeah that's why you signed the waivers and you know all the emotional distress that will occur is on you um so the uh so it turns into a shit show it turns into a free-for-all callie and uh tara 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 starts giving away shots all willy-nilly yes they do in what i believe is unprecedented they do a pre-stress stress test yeah because there's no one in the bar and taffer says i can't even see how you guys operate when there's no one here to serve so i got 60 people to come yep and they're coming in right now and as they come in, I love this. Taffer just goes, these are all my friends. <laughs> I'm like, you're a tourist in Hollywood, Florida. 60 friends just hanging out. Wait, yeah. okay, John. He's a yeah. popular guy. He is. I don't, uh, I mean, John knows a lot, obviously. I mean, it's, the show speaks for itself, right? But I don't know if he knows what the word friend means. <laughs> I have the feeling. He's, my friends at Retention POS. Yeah. My friends, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if he, he may mean associates. That's another, uh, That might be a more apt word. People my producer told me is my friend. Yes. Correct. Yeah. There's that. Um, so uh, so the shit show ensues. They're $250,000 in debt. Um, they basically have about five months left on the place before they're, they're shut down. And, of course, you know, Jamie and John have no retirement. The 401k shot. They put every last cent they had into this place. And that's when that's when they bring in the dog, and, bring in the taff. And I believe it didn't look terrible. It looked like a very respectable beach dive. Yeah, it looked it like a, a beachfront bar. Like it's a beachfront mm-hmm. bar. It was bright pink. It had a bright toucan on it. The decor was lacking. It was. Yeah, it, man. Was. it was lacking. The Irish, uh, the Irish bar stools with ahead. the diner tables. It was strange. Yeah, it was strange. But it seemed perfectly serviceable for drunk tourists. Yes. Yes. Right. And it was on a corner. Yeah. Yes. Right. Which beautiful, is beautiful real estate. That's that's a great uh, great location, man. Um, so they had a lot of this stuff going for him and, uh, it just wasn't, wasn't working out. So John brings in, uh, Nick Liberato, the, uh, the kitchen dude and, uh, Kyle Mercado who, uh, is the bar runs the drinks and 
And I, I got down here, and this is hilarious. Uh, in the description of Kyle Mercado, uh, he's a trainer. He trains bartenders, and he takes um, them from blundering bartenders to crafty cocktailers. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, well, you wrote that? Well, no, I didn't write that. Oh, no. that, that was the verbatim. The wordsmiths of Bar Rescue oh, wrote that. Oh, those writers are yes. brilliant. And yes. again, if a uh, uh, second dream comes true is that we are writers for Bar Rescue. Uh, yes. oh, dare to dream. Woo. Oh, I would love to quit my day job uh, to be a writer for Bar Rescue. Oh, man. Listen. Although I do, what I thought was interesting was most of these bartenders have like flashy intros. They're doing a big shake. They have a big smile. Um, uh, what's his name? Sh- shorter white guy. Always has like he's like breathing fire, and he does like a yeah. big flashy dance around the fire. Oh, he's a this, flair bartender though. That's... Yeah, this guy was very skilled. Like his thing that got put on the air was that he held juice sideways, mm. and it was oh. a very skillful juice pour. He and he also, um, we talked about this last episode. Um, wasn't smiling when he was shaking. No, nope. 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 that must really just be a lady thing, I guess. I think so too. I think it's like the like professional bartenders who work versus like a trainer bartender, a professional trainer, Mm. because he's very much on getting the recipes and consistency. Yep. And you know, I'm sure he knows and understands the rules of being like a good like flashy bartender, but that's not maybe not his main focus. It's kind of like like a chef, like a chef at a restaurant doesn't cook; they just walk through because they they know what the fuck to do. And they've proven themselves. Like, Kyle's probably proven himself. I would imagine so. So he isn't fucking I mean, he's a friend of John's. He has to. Yeah. You don't become a friend of John's without proving something. You're not, look, you're not an expert. He's not bringing you in as an expert if you don't have the chops. You know, like, he's not, you know, John's not going to, like, the American bartending school and just grabbing some kid out of there. Like, come on. You you know the bar. No. Mm Mm-mm. You got to have some, you got to have some chops with you. And Nick, I like as the... As the as the chef, because he's, I believe, the most simple of chefs and food preparers. He keeps everything yeah. really simple, like pizzas, burgers, chips. Like his menus are really simple, as opposed to some other chefs that really have a a grander idea of what a menu can do. I agree, and he also took something they already had. They had barbecue oysters, which were terrible, and he took oysters yeah. and just showed them how to do it better. Yes, so I appreciated that. He wasn't like, "I'm screwing you." Exactly. Yeah, at the barbecue oysters. Oh, that sounds disgusting. Jesus Christ, man. Like, uh, barbecues on, like, meat, like yeah. beef. That's where barbecue goes, man. Mm-hmm. I don't normally eat oysters anyways, but we'll go through this as they redo the oysters throughout the episode. None of them looked appetizing to me. I feel like even if I would, even if I were someone who ate oysters, this wouldn't be... So, this you didn't get down on the, the, what was it, like the... It was the like butter. Parmesan and oregano and yeah. butter. I mean, I'm a fan of just melted butter and Parmesan. Let's just do that. Oh. I eat my oysters naked, so... oregano. Yeah. You, do you don't throw any hot sauce in the oysters? Sometimes I'll do lemon, but that's it. I really like oysters, like, just as they are. Just as they are. Mm, I, I, simple I, girl. They just don't look appetizing. Yeah, you're not alone yeah. in that. A lot of people think they're gross or their consistency is strange or... Yeah, no, I mean... Tastes again, like jizz. You're not, you're not alone on that one. Um, what was I going to... Oh, so John... Kyle and Nick are all posted up outside doing the surveillance cameras and sidebar how like 
they know that the surveillance cameras are there. Yeah, they have to know. They you know the what I mean? Conspicuous surveillance cameras, especially as you have a, you have a cameraman take a shot of the hidden camera. Yeah, and they have like black duct tape around right, them. Big, bulky <laughs> black duct tape things that. If you and knew pivot. that this was happening and that the fire breathing dragon that is Taffer is about to walk through the door, wouldn't you at least just try? Or maybe you just don't know. Maybe like oh, you I don't mean, know when it's going to happen. Well, no, you, not that you don't know when it's going to happen, but. You know that you're so your level of fuckery behind the bar is so bad that you oh, don't even know. You're like, so complicit at this point. Yeah, like, you're yeah. just like you don't even know that it's not a good idea to. Uh, I don't know. A, a lot of it is idiocy. I also read an article a few years ago about um, one of the bars in Las Vegas with the super sleazy doctor who hit on John's wife. Oh yes, yeah. And he actually sued Taffer and the company for like defamation of character for how badly he came out. And he, he said, according to his allegations, he said the producers t- the producers told him that a-, a act as sleazy and horrible as you can, but also we have these same cameras set up in three or four bars around the area, and we're not going to tell any bar which one we're doing until Taffer walks in so that there are a few bars in the area that have agreed to do this surveillance but they don't know that necessarily they're the where the bar that's going to get picked this is according to the allegations of this guy in Vegas so I haven't had this independently confirmed but I do like that as an idea of like let's amp up the fuckery so we can make sure Taffer comes in. Because if we're competing with other crappy bars around, Mm. we have to up our crap game. Right, because like if this place is you know on the uh, up and up, not on the up and up, but if like you're making concerted effort, John's gonna go for the neediest bar, mm-hmm. like the one that need you know who's clearly in dire straits. Um, so, so three of them are posted up outside, and of course they go through the Jesus, what is this decor? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I can't believe they you know have these bar stools. There's no one in there. We can't even judge how they don't treat customers when you don't have anyone in there. So, right? That's- <laughs> <laughs> that's a little better. I want to make like a John Taffer pull toy for you, Me but too. it's your voice that comes out doing and John every time Taffer. You pull it is a completely different voice. Oh, it'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, I want that to be a running, maybe I'm jinxing it, but a running theme of the podcast is that I just can't do gender. Did you say podcast? Like half bar, half podcast? It is kind of a barcast, isn't it? I stole no? that from another barcast that I was a part of. We cannot use that again. Oh, oh. sadness. I really wanted that to be like original from you. Oh, well. Ah. Well done, whoever came up with that. Yeah. Oh, the great Andrew Weiner. But anyways, mm. they are outside. They're staring at emptiness. Right. And then, uh, and then now this was a first for me because you know, I've, I, as much as I've seen all these episodes, I've never seen this event shake down. John Taffer and sunglasses? No, no, <laughs> I've not. I've not seen that. Um, but uh, John, uh, you know, they're going over the layout of the land, and he's like, "Well, you know, this is this bar is targeting uh, 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 tourists. We're tourists. Let's go. Yeah, we're Three, the demo. Let's head in. Let's head in." Now, I've never seen John be his own recon team. And I was like, holy shit. This That's is crazy. magical. This is magical. Because now, you know, he, uh, he, like I said, he cuts just this air in the room of, oh, shit, John's in here. We're fucked, right? And uh, Callie and Tara, I think, recognize this. And so they walk in and, you know, Jamie and John see him. They're like, oh, fuck, there he is. And then they go and they sit off like way away and they start like talking and it's like pointing at shit. I'd be so nerd. 
God. Yeah. How do you how do you approach that table? Like how as an employee? Like, yeah. Well, we see how they approach uh, well, it. Well, they don't. The he, they get summoned. <laughs> they, yes. Um, well, uh, well, they get summoned. And that's and that's where this obvi- obviously starts off the complete wrong foot. Is that nobody goes over to them? Yeah. No one greets them. No one yeah. greets them. They're they, serving nobody, and they don't have the time. To handle the three customers for the day. So uh, And they don't have one pad or one pen, which I find amazing. That's crazy. So so yeah, so John uh comes over or I'm sorry, uh Ka- uh Callie comes over and you know, it's like, Can we order some drinks? And John just goes to town. I I lost count after ten. Like he easily ordered twenty maybe I don't know. I lost count. And that's just what they aired. I'm sure that list went on a super long time. And as Catherine astutely pointed out before, just okay, okay, okay. That's not how you talk to the T. No. No way. Approach him with some fucking respect. It's yeah. Sean Taffer. Yeah. And he's here to help. Right? So <laughs> he he orders, 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 and then orders a zombie. And then after the zombie, you just hear, boop, because (laughs) we could clearly know that she just said, fuck, because I don't know how to make any of this shit. And And then in the joys of this show, in all its subtlety, you see her ask three different people going, I don't know how to make a zombie. I don't know how to make a zombie. I don't know what the hell a zombie is. As opposed to just, A, Knowing it in the first place, which a good bartender should, or be yeah. Googling it really quickly while you're making the other drinks. Ah, yeah. See, but that would require you to be thinking critically. Yes. Right. And this is not these bartenders. Not if you're Callie. Yeah, not for Callie. Callie um, has a very simple business plan, which is to be um, relatively attractive. Relatively attractive. And uh, which, I mean, I I thought she'd cute. Anyway. Uh, as far as hot bartenders go? Not in Hollywood, Florida. Again, we talked about this. All right, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. Yes, there's a scale. She's not working in a club, like a nightclub or anything. Where there's she would get tossed up in Miami. There is no like she would. Right, right. She would not. She would be working at a convenience store in Miami. Yes, she would. She would not be in that sort of life. Although speaking of Miami, sorry to interrupt. Did you notice that when she rattled off drinks to John Taffer, she used a Spanish accent for anything that ended in ita? Yeah, I like did. Like everything else, did she like put on her little Spanish accent? Yeah, yeah Gato. Like I was like, this Margarita. is where you step up your game and how you pronounce Spanish drinks. This That's is- where your effort lies, Kelly. She thinks that adds another half point of cuteness to her. By oh, adding she's exotic. Yeah. I'm sorry, she's a raging bitch. I hated her. <laughs> <laughs> and now, Catherine, uh, how did you really feel about her? <laughs> is there? Because I'm not quite sure. Because I feel like you're on the fence about her as a person. But um, I, I feel like I can glean some information. Leave it for the one woman on the podcast to shit on the primary woman of the yeah. episode. Of course, of course, that's Fuck shocking. Her. Yeah, she's the worst. So, um, so yeah, so they're sitting there, and um, uh, John, uh, John talks with them, talks with Jamie and John for a little bit, and surprisingly doesn't lose his shit. Like I, he didn't. What the fuck? Like it was very much like. You know, what are you guys doing here? Like, what what's going on? You know, trying to get the info. And that's when another landmark moment. We got a surprise stress test for you. There are 60 of my friends waiting outside, my close personal associates, waiting outside, ready to come in. And whoosh, 
floodgates open, 60 people come in, and it is a mess because clearly they have no way to handle any of this to the point where Callie just starts giving away booze. Yeah, that was her solution. They stopped ringing drinks up, period. I don't think they ever rang up any drinks. They didn't. I saw they, no ringing. They openly admitted to that. And then the solution was, let's just hand out free shots. That, that was the solution. Which is bonkers. They, Bizarre. And not, and not even like well drinks. That was Patron. That was, those, yeah. those were premium spirits, which A, first off, kudos to Toucans for stocking premium spirits. A lot of bars don't do that. Yep. Right. When Taffer comes in. So at least they had that well stocked. But then just pour them into big plastic cups. And if John so proud. She was so proud of herself. Woo! Two bottles. Woo! Oh, she's and, the worst. Horrible. And John's face when she gave away that booze. Whoa. Not pleased. Thank goodness Kaylee was so oblivious to anything outside of herself. Otherwise, she would have melted. Oh, she was yeah. the worst. And then, oh, oh. And now this is just the front of the house, guys. There's a whole back of the house that we need to get into. Uh, Logan, who works in the kitchen. Oh, Logan. No, Logan. Logan, who uh, just, if you shut your eyes and just picture, pictured a cook on a beach bar, Logan is it. Yeah, he is. Pot belly, hat backwards. Sweaty. Sweaty, cigarette dangling out of his mouth. Like, I don't need this shit. My rent's 200 bucks a month. I'll just fucking find it on the ground. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> like, that's him. This is what I have the metal detector on the beach for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, I don't give a fuck. My girlfriend's stripping. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I'm just doing this to get her off my back. That sort of shit, right? That- I love the backstory you've created for him. It's totally true. And I believe it. I believe everyone. Yeah. I'm, oh, Logan. I'm an expert on shitty human character. That's <laughs> that's my skill, right? He was so, actually, I wrote down of all the characters in this bar as we first meet them, he was the only one I came close to respecting. I was like, he had a line that he drew and the situation crossed it and he said, I'm not doing this. He really did. As opposed to, you know, most of these bar bar owners and waitresses who are like, I have a line and I, well, I don't have a line. I just don't care and we'll let everything happen. This guy stood up and said, no mas. Yeah, he's like, I'm one person. I don't get paid enough. I'm out. And yeah. which brought on one of my favorite moments of the episode is when Nick looks at like the whole grill and goes, who's going to make these burgers? <laughs> <laughs> like, think about the big picture, Nick. There's, there's more going on than a few uncooked patties yeah nick you're also now trying to factor in that anyone gives a fuck (laughs) about this place no nick no one cares no one cares so much so that homeboy and it was so great man because logan like you you see the the subtitles as he's talking and it's just f asterisk 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 bull s asterisk asterisk just a bunch of asterisks i don't fucking language is this asterisk he speaks yeah he is fluent in asterisk and finally he's just like ah fuck it and then leaves and that's when yeah nick's like who's gonna make the burgers and then (laughs) he walks to john and he's just like yo logan quit (laughs) and john's kind of like what yeah logan quit so then you cut to logan walking down the street probably going to go to the strip club to go pick up his girl or whatever the fuck it is that he's going to by the way what's what's his girlfriend's name passion (laughs) it's passion 
She's going to pick up passion, right? And it, it, see, I know this stuff because I grew up with people like this. I was like, I know these people. So he's gonna gonna go pick up passion. He's gonna go pick up passion, right? And that's when Jamie intercedes. Yep. And he's like, Hey, look, man, don't quit. Now this is. Again, this is another hallmark for me. I've never seen uh, uh, someone quit and then have a manager chase after him, ever. I've seen a lot of people quit. Mm-hmm. I've been one who's quit, walked off. No one gave a single fuck. They were just like, yo, go. Because I don't want to lose that power mm-hmm. that I have if you walk away, right? Yep. So Jamie runs up and he's like, yo, you can't go. Like, I know that you're one person and I understand that. Like, I don't want you to go. And it just sounded like he was just being, a, he's desperate. He was yep. just like, you, I, you're the only one who could do this shit. Yep. So then he comes back and, um, uh, and that's the, where we learn about the, how gross the kitchen is. Yeah. Right. First they set you up to feel bad for him being overworked. And then they lay down the smack of how gross he's kept to the kitchen. Yeah. There's like grease and sludge and rat traps, and and rat trap and food and at room temperature next to the rat trap, which tells me how bad the shrimp is that even the mice and the rats won't well, touch. fuck with it. Right. Yeah. And then, and then we cut to, uh, we cut to the front of the bar and Kyle is just like, this place is fucking gross. Lifts up the bar trap there, like where you catch all the booze. Black sludge. Mold. He's like, mold. Black that's mold. A, that's a Toxic. Uh, deal breaker for John Taffer. Ooh. Yep. Is it ever? So, And he's showing all this to the patrons, which yep. is pretty amazing. But again, yo, man, they when you call in a bar rescue, they will not spare your feelings. Nope. Well, they will if it comes to cle- they won't if it comes to cleanliness. They will not spare your feelings. But obviously, as we see, as we talk about a little bit further, um, when it gets to the emotional aspect, John is very much kid gloves and cries. He I know, fucking cries. W- uh, spoiler alert for the most beautiful moment in Bar Rescue history. Oh man, very just angels moment. fell. Um, so, uh, so. That's when uh, so Logan comes back, blah blah blah. Then uh, we we do <laughs> we do the sit down, and Callie gave away. By, by the way, sorry, just before we get to the end of the preliminary stress test, I have written down the most disappointed "shut it the fuck down" I've ever heard. Mm. Taffer, I mean Taffer was so blown away by how poor this mm-hmm. poorly run this place was. He wasn't even he was beyond angry. He was just he almost seemed defeated. Almost. Almost. No, no. John Tapper is never defeated. Jesus, don't. He's, Come on, but man. I've never seen him so beaten when he said, shut it the fuck down. Yeah, he was like, this is your future. I wouldn't tolerate this behavior or this, you know, environment. I don't know why you are. This goes yeah. back to what like, we were talking ugh. about earlier, the evolution of the Taffer character. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the, the arc. Most, the arc, whereas before he'd, he'd love throwing dirty plates around and he'd love smashing dirty dishes and throwing f- gross food into the, the wastebasket. Yeah. But here he's just so sad at this situation, no, knowing what, what he's going to be dealing with. Just shut it the fuck down. Yeah, just shut it down, man. Just Kid. we got to start fresh tomorrow. Yep. And then they have, well, the fire comes back, mind you, yes. because... Uh, John, uh, John's talking. Uh, we're going over all the, the the horrible stress tests that happened, and Callie gave away 
two grand worth of booze. Which I don't think I've ever seen in Bar Rescue. I've seen a couple hundred. I think I've seen around a thousand dollars. And over the course of time, you know, using a Bevintel or similar, not one night. Yeah, one one night. Two grand for one bartender. And then it cuts to Jamie's face and he's just like, fuck, are you kidding me? And he says, you know how much I've been through this year. How could you do this to me? And it's like, oh, Jamie. Yeah, and that's when, and then, well, and you'll be happy. This is when uh, Callie gets her comeuppance, and John gives her the riot act, and mm-hmm. she's like, I didn't mean to. I didn't want, like. And it wasn't just me. It wasn't and, just me. Yeah. All that shit. And that's when, as as per usual, uh, John gives, John, uh, John gives John, uh, Jamie, sorry, the, the fire ultimatum. Mm-hmm. You're going to fire her. Or you're gonna keep her and tell her she fucks up again, then she's fired. What are you gonna do? You gotta lay it down. And of course, uh, there's the like the music arcs, and he's like, "What's he gonna do? Yeah, is he he gonna fire? Is he gonna let her stay on? What's gonna happen?" And then, uh, then he keeps her. He's just like, "If you fucking do this shit again, you're out." Right. And then, uh, then we cut to uh, Kyle and Nick. They're they're in the kitchen and they're giving them the well yeah the kitchen the bar and they're giving them the business about uh, how this is supposed to go and Callie seems pissed throughout this by the way yeah yeah she is pissed the queen was fucking dethroned yeah. by some real shit her head got fucked up with the truth and she yeah. didn't know what to do about it because no one and I'm sure with like again relatively attractive woman no one's ever told her shit. Yeah, she's been that attractive that long. She's been able to be like, well, you know, up is really down. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, they just ran with it until finally these guys came in who didn't give a fuck about her or how pretty she thought she was. We're just like, yo, you are a piss poor bartender, and you got to get your shit together. So that's when she was like, fuck this. Who the fuck do they think they are to tell me that? Right? <laughs> fuck that. They know what they're talking about. So that's when we uh, get into the barbecue fucking oysters jesus christ man foul foul business and then uh uh what's his name uh who am i nick Nick. kyle yeah nick jesus nick then comes up with what looked i would eat those oysters i would definitely i mean i don't think oysters need all of that but i think they were good you've got parmesan you've got butter you've got oregano those are three delicious things you put them on another delicious thing yeah Yeah. it's it's an overload of delicious and then grilled and like a side of bread i was like i would totally eat that i can get down with that um so uh you're outvoted max i'm sorry that's it's a they st- yeah, they just look slimy and weird, and I'm totally all about weird textures and bizarre foods that people don't like to eat. I'm all about herring and various pickled fishes, so I get <laughs> weird tasting things. Okay, but just oysters don't look appealing, even with the melted butter. As much as I love melted mm. butter, just give me the melted butter. Fair enough. Although I did appreciate that Nick showed them how to properly shuck an oyster. Yeah, he did. Open it and keep the juices and get the flex out. I'm like. Well, Nick. All also, that stuff was hidden under the gross barbecue sauce. Yep. Which I'm guessing wasn't pre-made, you know, well-made barbecue sauce. Nah, I'm man. That was craft. Mm. Out of yeah, a it was bucket. probably some. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, Not even out of a jar, just craft out of a bucket. <laughs> uh, 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 so well, Nick. Uh, he owns a uh, a beachfront bar a in b- Venice. Beachfront bar. Mm-hmm. So he knows what the fuck he's doing. Um. So uh, so then Kyle shows the finer points of making a uh, making a zombie. Can we talk about the zombie? Like, what is the obsession with the zombie drink in this episode? They mention it so many times. I've never had one. I probably never will. If you go to uh, Shannon's Plug, uh, I'm sure if you go to Otto's, 
Drunken Head, they'll have zombies. I'm yeah. Because sure it's like a tiki bar and it's oh, like a okay. beach drink. I mean, a zombie, it's like what? Pineapple, it's like orange juice, juice, rum. Yep. It's just sugar. Like, yeah. That's all it is is just fun, fruity sugar Wait, shit. It's diabetes with a little alcohol. All right. Basically. So, um, I'm also noticing um, Kyle wearing a vest. He's pulling a Phil Mills. Yes. Well, yes. Phil's a trendsetter. Yeah. yeah we, he is. we established that. Um, so. That's when the um, so then they 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 pull on the 120 people stress test. Yeah, double double the initial. They stress double. Test. They say, look, man, now that you know what the deal is, after we've given you a day of training, let's go. <laughs> so uh, the uh, the zombie drinks are flying. By the uh, way, is there any estimate about how much liquor they go through in the training? I feel like that's a lot. But don't they use just colored water? I like they don't they do use actual. Use, they don't they use do. actual spirits. Yeah, they won't. No, they wouldn't do that. Um, oh, way back when, when I went, I went to bartending school. As oh. did I. Yes. Oh. Yeah, many American bartending school. That's where I went. Um, they just use colored. It's colored water. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. That makes booze. me feel much more relief. I feel like that's a lot of investment down the down the yes. training drain. Yes. Okay. Good. Oh, good. Thank could you, you imagine if they were using legit booze? John would fucking have a heart attack. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so the techno music picks up, they're slinging drinks, the oysters are flying, and then the camera cuts to underneath the stove, and we find rats. Rats are mice, because granted they shouldn't be there at all, but those look tiny, dare I say, cute mount like apartment mice size like i'm thinking new york subway are rats do you know what's do you know what's not cute yeah, none of them should be there the health department yes that's not cute and that's what's gonna happen and they had big rat traps and the mice were rats whatever were just totally avoiding it and well they lived there that's... was that a piece of cheese that was there under the stove because there was something white that was just hanging out there it, who knows, man? I mean, two cans was just a disaster. So, uh, so the rats, mice, j- things that shouldn't be underneath the stove—they're running wild. And obviously, John is like, "I can let some shit go, but when you have animals that live in your restaurant, that's it. Shut it down." Yeah, and he says like it's a reality in Florida—the rat thing. But you have to have a professional exterminating program. Correct. And our good friends at Exterotron <laughs> come in to, uh, to fix that My up for us. My personal friend, Randy, from Exterminatrix. <laughs> yeah. Logan's brother, Andy, comes over with a fucking... <laughs> with just saran wrap. My good friend, Andy, over here is going to fix this up for us. Wraps some saran wrap around the stove and we're good to go, right? Um, so John, uh, so, so shut it down. And this is when, uh, this is when the emotion mm-hmm. comes well, up. Well, so, sorry to, sorry to back up. Nah, but before they shut it down, they go to the bar and Ky- Kaylee's actually handling it. Yeah. Behind, yeah. But they actually pull it out. She actually says, who needs a drink? I can make two at a time. She's such a big girl now. Yeah, well, that's so big because oh, you hate her so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Most bartenders can make two drinks at a time, Callie. You're not special. But not, no, not during the stress test. Usually they fall apart and uh, can't even make one. So for her to be handled too, and Tara also seemed to be doing admirably. And this was big. It cut to John Taffer giving a knowing nod. Mm-hmm. Mm. He gave he gave a nod of approval, which I don't think I've ever seen during a stress test. Yeah, you know, where he was happy. Oh, he was 
satisfied with her performance. Yeah, because they do a, a, like a debrief right after the shutdown. He says like, you know, I, I think he actually says to Callie, you won me over. He did. Yeah. You won me over. I mean, not me, but he, you know, she won. <laughs> right, she won John over. There's Nothing Callie does save for leaving the industry and perhaps the country will make... <laughs> Will win Catherine Williams. Yeah, but but Catherine in her defense, she she stepped up. So and, she, and Taffer was pleased. Um, so yeah, good drinks coming out in good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now uh, so they so they did well. Now it was, the, it was the kitchen that failed. The kitchens were fucked. Well, yeah, man, you can't. Mm-mm. We can't have that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, so this is now. This is when the show takes a turn. And we see John put on his Dr. Phil hat. And he asks for a private talk. A private talk. Because yes. he's got to, we've got to get to the bottom. Like, you he's, can't have a divided front here. We've got to have management come down together, right? This is where he becomes a life coach. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And John sits down and plays shrink with these dudes and says, what's going on, man? He said, you know, my son died and we took it hard. And everyone in the place was affected this wasn't just jamie uh this was across the board um and john said what could be the most oprah on the couch quote of you know when do we stop mourning and then when do we start living beautiful bam gorgeous drop the fucking mic john when does that happen and that's when the tears fall and John's one lone tear. John, mm-hmm. who knew he had such emotion behind there? Oh, there's so, come on, man. There's I, so much passion. You can't. <laughs> I know. No, there's a lot of passion. You're right. You're not, Look, you can't scream at someone with that intensity and not fucking care. cry because emotion is a range. Like, you can't. Like If, if you're he, intense, you're intense. When you're intense, yeah, yeah I, on either extreme, mm-hmm. right? Like, if John went in very, like, uh, Hannibal lecter and just, like, dismantled the bar like a surgeon, he wouldn't give a fuck about this guy or his, uh, or his dead son. He would just not care. He'd be like, you understand this is a business, and sometimes people die, whatever. Get it together. That would be if he had no emotion. But John, yeah, man. John gave some inkling that he also had some tragedy happen recently. Do we know anything about that? He gave some... He, he said he said something along the lines of, I've experienced many of the things you have. Right, right. And that's when Jamie said, did you also lose a son? And John said, no. And then it just, you know, the conversation shifted. But I uh, did wonder what John could have been allowed John, to. John seemed uniquely attached to this yes. life. Problem. Yeah, man. It was, I mean, he... You're right. He does care. I mean, now John definitely John uh, John uh, divorced uh, as a result his of the bar. Mm-hmm. His first yeah. wife uh, left uh, because of the bar. He was running the bar. So um, I mean, I don't. I think it might get deeper than that as to why he he attached to that situation. Um, but nonetheless, they uh, they embrace. Um, uh, three three hug like oh, he, he so, gets both so he's very sweet he's also a master of the multiple hug yep. like yes. he knows how to get a couple people underneath those wing that wingspan <laughs> that, of his that, that, that's a broad reach that yeah, yeah man he can really bring a family under that he pole. can bring a whole bar staff underneath yeah. that, that that blazer yeah, yeah it's just always the plaid blazer <laughs> yep. it's great get underneath that there's love underneath there get in there man <laughs> so he'll shut it down get in there come on so uh so then of course we then cut to the um we cut to the uh, the remodel, mm-hmm. um, and they they got the place. Thirty six hours. Thirty six hours. That's right. We uh, get our one obligatory shot of John Taffer in a baseball hat. One of my favorite moments of yeah. every episode. <laughs> yeah. Jeans and an untucked shirt. Love it. Which Rebel. means Rebel. 
Which means that he's there to work. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not that he's not not there to work, but now construction time. Yes. I gotta, you know, you know, there's gonna be sawdust flying. You don't want to get that blazer fucked up. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Uh, he, you know, he's got a. He doesn't want to take to the dry cleaner. Um. So I understand that. And then, um, uh, we we unveil two new drinks. Um. After that, right? Um. We get the uh, Sisters of the Sea. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. And the Clap of Thunder. Can we talk about the Clap of Thunder? Yes, we I can. don't love a fishbowl drink. It really has to be done well for me to enjoy it. And this one, as he was making it, just it was blue and just had like a sad chlorinated quality for me. And then they show you the pretty one in front of the sunset with all the star fruit and it looks gorgeous. But I just it wasn't it wasn't that appealing to me. I wasn't doing it for aesthetically. You. Um, I uh, I I agree. Um, I think. I, I do it well. I do appreciate them using the exotic fruit. I think that was a good twist, but um, just the color, the overall mm-hmm. color, I wasn't I wasn't on board for. Yeah, um, it was a big mush of colors. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, so then, uh, so we unveil the drinks, and then we get to the renaming and the official reopening of of the bar. The big reveal. Uh, the big reveal. Um, one, two, commercial. Correct. Correct. I, I want, if Bar Rescue ever comes to an end, I Don't want... Don't ever say that out loud. Blasphemy. Don't you freaking if dare. I would want such a series finale that doesn't cut to commercial when they do the reveal. Man. I would want to see the full exposure of the one, range. two, three, turn... No commercial break. What a miracle that would be to see. Just the avalanche of emotion that would just come. And not that there isn't an avalanche because, Jesus, you know, you you, you have two cans. You have two cans at the beginning of one day, and then you have, what is it, Bami and Reeds? Yes. Mm -hmm. Two female pirates. Correct. Yep. And then that's your bar. So now you're like, holy shit. We have a chance at saving this. We got yeah. a we got a legit chance, and then you know a lot of John's good friends came in, brought a bunch of high tech shit. He has so many friends, so yep. many friends. They distressed the front of the bar. They yes. banged the shit out of it, apparently. Yeah, with yeah. chains to give it that look. They beat it with mm-hmm. chains. There you go. Uh, was that just everyone unleashing a lot of stress from the week? Just. It would it'd be so it'd be so snarky of John if he was just like so my good friends at Staples got us some pads and pens. <laughs> that would have been amazing. That would have been hilarious <laughs> if he would have uh, talked to his good friends over there. But instead, you got the strap-on POS system, which, which is pretty amazing. Yes. Yeah, that's also and that is some high tech shit. Yeah, and I hope Callie appreciates that. Well, because she can figure out how to use it. And I'm very. <laughs> <laughs> you hate her so much. <laughs> And no love. No, none. Let's give props to John for diversifying his profit and revenue streams. Mm. He has the Bar Taffer HQ bar app. Yes. Which is terrific for getting um, specials and coupons and all sorts of deals and stuff that you can put out there and download and give out to, to guests and stuff. I think it also helps you manage your social media presence yeah. as well. It's yeah, fantastic. Man. It's a really thorough bar app. And it's across the board. Um, and the bar is kicking ass. You know, yeah. they uh, I'm, and I'm, I'm really, you know, I, I think it goes without saying, but um, it's really great that uh, John came in and did the uh, did the uh, turnover of this one, especially with shit going on with Jamie. Um, I think it was great that, you know, and there's still the, the plaque is still up there mm-hmm. in memory of. And now he's starting to live, as John said, and now they're he's on board like he's on target. He seems like he's 
it seemed like he when the show started he was the shell of a former guy and it's oh, yeah, like starting to come back into him so mm-hmm. that's terrific to see. Absolutely. Instead of a toucan, he is a phoenix. Boom. Oh. Uh, how you feel about that? All right. So that so that was the episode. Um oh, now a great episode. Uh, this mm-hmm. was great, it was man. A good one. This was this was really I uh I I love the range. Um again, I feel like you know what it is is that John, it, not that John never didn't not know what he's doing, but I feel like John has like the seasoned veteran stat. Like he doesn't, uh, he loves to yell. Don't get me wrong. There's much passion in that man, but he's picking and choosing his battles at this point. You know what I yes. mean? Because he knows that this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. He can't go and gu- he can go in guns blazing, but how do you keep that up for an hour episode? Yeah, it's a lot, yeah, it's a lot of high intensity yelling. And but he I mean, he's mastered. He's mastered the yell. I think he's really come into his own of yelling. Yep. You know, Um, so uh, what we do here at every episode is uh, every episode of our podcast is is we um, we rate we rate this episode from one shattered glass being come on, John, step your game up to five shattered glasses being. Yes, this is what we needed for an hour. Um, so, Catherine, where does this where does this episode fall? I'm struggling a bit because I did a little bit of additional research after watching the episode last night, okay. and the Toucan's website is still up as Toucan's. Oh no! Oh, no. However, oh. I called the number on the website. What? <laughs> That's right. Yes. I did. Yes. I did. Yes. Investigative <laughs> yeah. girl right here. Called them, and it, they when they answered the phone, they said Bonnie and Reed's, and I was like, okay, that's fine. And then I googled Bonnie and Reed's. I know, and they also have a website which contains oh, no. very similar content to the Toucan's one, but uh, why not lose the Toucan's one altogether? Did you check out their social media? I then went to Facebook on it, and uh, they yes, <laughs> yeah, don't leave me hanging. So then the Facebook page for Toucan said, um, as you may have seen on Bar Rescue, we've changed our name. We've revamped everything. This page will no longer exist as of January something 2015. Now, the page was still there, but mm. they were no longer updating it. So I went to the, obviously, the um, Bonnie, and Bonnie and Reed's page, and it was totally up to date. But the best part was that every post started out with, ahoy, matey, and shiver Yay. me timbers, <laughs> and, Look yes. at our new friend who sailed the mighty seas all the way from Kentucky. You know, and it was that just, so happy. it oh, was great. It man. was ridiculous. It was so kitschy and, and so wonderful. Um, I believe the full name is Bonnie and Reed's Toucan Hideout. So they did take a little bit of the old name they and kind of weave bit. it oh, okay. back in. My other quibble was Bonnie and Reed. It's a great story. And Bonnie, Mary Reed, one's English, one's Irish. And they were cross-dressing female pirates. Not cross-dressing for sexual reasons, but just, but just be- a- yeah, being a lady in the 1700s was really tough especially when you weren't married right away etc and a pirate and a pirate and they were totally badass they got sentenced to death and got off of their sentence because they were both pregnant because in england you can't kill an unborn baby at least not then i don't know what the rules are now so at any rate very cool story but it seemed inappropriate for me for this bar which mm. seemed to be this story seemed to be very male focused, yeah, um, and very family focused. And while I appreciate the theme and it's kind of like badass and it created all this lovely decor, I don't know. It kind of missed the mark for me a little bit, a little bit. But for all those reasons, I did. I that said, I really did enjoy the emotional elements. I thought John did a fantastic job as always. I'm gonna give it three point seven five. Oh, oh, 3.75 oh. shattered glasses. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, glasses. All mm-hmm. right. 
where, where uh, Max, where does this fall for you? I, first of all, at the end of seeing this, I wanted him to go back to Pirate's Bar in Silver Spring, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Mm. As we, we all remember that infamous Pirate Bar, which was just insane. That had no theme. That was just all whimsical yep. dress-up elements and accents for no reason. Right. Um, and he shut it down and made it into a corporate bar. And then the story and made the money and made the money, but then they went back and went back to pirates. And the latest update is they are now closed. But I want John to go back and reopen a successful pirate bar in Silver Spring, Maryland, so mm. those people can live their dream. Right. Because he even mentioned it in this episode, saying I tore down a pirate-themed bar because I thought it was a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> but in certain instances, like in Hollywood, Florida, on a beach, that's Makes the sense. place to do where you could execute a pirate theme. Maybe perhaps better picked pirates. That's a, that's another debate. Remains to be seen. But for John Taffer, for proving himself wrong in a rare instance that you can't have a pirate bar, for the emotional element of like really connecting to someone and a real, um, a real understandable reason why a business would start to suffer and fall by the wayside for the mm. for this loss and the the reemergence like a phoenix. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. man once said. Ah, stop it was it. beautiful. It was great. I give it. I give it four shattered glasses. Ah, four shattered glasses. I like it. Um, I uh, I liked this episode. Um, I think this is a real solid output. Um, it did. You know, it really did test the range of John. Mm-hmm. Um, we did see. You know, we saw the emotion. Um, we saw fire. Uh, we we saw him check Callie, which I'm sure yeah. <laughs> was, uh, brought you particular delight to see and she that. She did at the end really step her game. She up. stepped she her did. shit up, man. She did. From a horrible you know, bartender, wretch of a human, doing mm-hmm. to really st- getting a grasp of what it means yep. to be a good bartender. Which, not addressing the attitude. That attitude may still be. There. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's certainly that's certainly, I mean that and that's something you don't scrub clean in one day. No way, I don't believe that. Um, but you know, I think he really did. You know, John stepped up to the plate. If there was anybody who needed this bar to turn around for their own sanity and for their own sake, it would be Jamie. So I felt like he was doing a real uh, uh, altruistic motive. You know, semi altruistic. I mean, we're trying to make money here, but um, he there's a heart. Obviously, there's a heart underneath John, and uh, he showed it. So I'm going to give it four shattered glasses. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go four. Um, so, yeah, that's um, that's the show. Um, you know, this is uh, – it's been – again, I would give us – I would give us four shattered glasses as well if we could rate ourselves. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, we, we I feel like we covered everything that needed to be covered. And for those uh, millions of fans, there have to be. I can't imagine there's less than a million people who don't watch the show. Um, this is a real comprehensive guide to going through each episode and you know you get a little funny in between you know a little little reprieve before we get back into uh what's what's really happening um so if you want to send us fan mail um here's where you do that you can send that to uh, shut it down podcast at gmail.com and you know send us you know i say we take uh if people want to email episodes they want reviewed we can oh, do yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, um, we, I mean, I, we're sticking to the uh, Sunday episodes, but I don't see why we can't branch off if we get a request, uh, you know, to, to really unpack some of these episodes, you know? Um, so, you know, go email us there. Um, you can find us on iTunes. Rate us there. Uh, you know, get us five stars. If you get six, do that. I don't know how, but... 
do that um, and review it. Talk about how great we are. Talk about, you know, look, I'm not above opening the, uh, opening the books and figuring out where we need to, you know, uh, we're, tighten we're up the screws. Back. We want to know how to improve. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're, we just keep pushing. And um, you can find me, uh, Jim Search, at jimsearchcomedy.com. And also you can find me on Twitter at Jim Search. And also you can find us on Twitter at uh, Shut It Down uh, Bar or Shut It Down Recap. So go there. You can find us there. Um, also, I got some shows coming up. You can find that on jimsearchcomedy.com. Can't quite remember where I'm going to be. Um, and that's me. Uh, Catherine, what's going on? Uh, I got yeah. a bunch of shows coming up in June. You can find my schedule. Uh, best place to go is the Twitters. Uh, I'm at at Kath, K-A-T-H, Weems, W-E-E, M as in Mary, S as in Sam. Uh, come check me out. Find me nice. at uh, <coughs> Facebook and Twitter at this is Max Cohen, And come have fun with me. <laughs> and also you can hit up max for any sort of remix of a john taffer impression you like uh that's what i would love to see from our fans what kind of john taffer voice do you want to hear <laughs> yeah well I'll deliver that well yeah unless you want unless the voice you want to hear is actually john taffer's voice yeah if you're if you're looking for an actual john taffer voice i don't think max can do that but <laughs> If you're if you're looking for like a uh, Woody Harrelson version mm-hmm. of of him, you can get that. Uh, you know, so just throw somebody out there, and we'll we'll give you a derivative of I'll, that for sure. I'll get it to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we love you guys, and just keep shutting it down. <laughs>